and welcome to this week's episode of the Everyday Goddess podcast. This week I'm going to do a solo cast where I talk about all things single parenthood and tell you a little bit about my story, about my journey and how I alchemize life as a single parent into something really magical and really beautiful and I've actually used it to up level in life, to become a more empowered, happier, more resilient version of myself. So I have been a single mom now for two years. I have two gorgeous little boys. One is almost five and one is almost three. I became a mum when I was 24, so I was very young. Um, And I made the decision to leave my last relationship um, almost two years ago now in the midst of my uh, Saturn return. And it's been a crazy couple of years um, becoming accustomed and acclimatized to being a single parent. And I wanted to just share some of the tips and tricks that I've used over the last two years to get to a place where I know unequivocally that being a single mum and deciding to become a single parent was undoubtedly the best choice, not just for myself, but for my children. And that sometimes it isn't actually the most difficult decision in terms of it being so hard. Like sometimes it's actually easier to be a single parent than it is to stay in a relationship or in a space that just isn't in alignment with who you are or isn't you know bringing you the most happiness like sometimes the most loving thing that we can do for ourselves for our partner for our children is to just be like we are better off apart and that's okay um it's a tough decision to make undoubtedly but at the end of the day our children deserve to see a happy healthy relationship they deserve to see happy healthy parents and ultimately that is what's going to define their relationships later on in life when they get older and it's going to divide define their own sense of self-worth of self-love and hopefully it will just inspire them to make decisions in the future that are the most loving ones for themselves um So yeah, I'm going to get started with some of my little tips that I have that I've learned along the way um, to really create a life in single parenting that isn't this kind of one that society creates or shows us that single parenthood is awful, it's really hard work. Um, All single parents are really struggling. All single parents are really depressed and are screaming and shouting at their kids in the middle of the supermarket. All of those silly stereotypes that there are around being a single mum out there. I want to kind of debunk them, empower fellow single parents to just realize that you're an absolute fucking badass to be a single parent. There's so much strength and power in doing it on your own. And it's the biggest up level you could ever have in your life. Um, 
and and you should just be so like completely proud of yourself for that reason so the first little tip that I have is to try and bring yourself out of that victim mindset single parenthood don't get me wrong oh my god it is so hard the mental load is absolutely insane um never getting a break not having someone to tap out to when you're dealing with lots of tantrums and lots of emotions it's really hard not having a feeling like you have enough money never feeling like you have enough time for yourself um you know constantly worrying about paying bills are my children okay am I doing enough um worrying that you're not giving them that that nuclear family that we're told is what children need I mean the list the list is absolutely endless co-parenting my god that's an absolute minefield um the list just goes on and on and on and it can feel so overwhelming um and because it can feel so overwhelming it's really really easy to feel like a victim so easy so understandably there are so so many reasons why you could feel like a victim in that situation don't get me wrong I sometimes feel like the victim a hundred percent um because it isn't easy but I think my first tip is that let yourself feel that feeling feel overwhelmed feel like the victim feel like it's too much feel like oh god I didn't pick this life this isn't what I imagined this isn't what I, I'd hoped for and, and feel it. Let yourself feel that anger, that shame, that guilt, that rage, whatever it is that's coming up. And then choose to meet it with so much like love and empower yourself. You're not the victim. You can do this. You've been doing this for however many years. You've been a single parent. You know from looking back over the time that you have been a single parent, that you can do it. And it's shifting your mindset out of feeling like a victim. Like, yes, at the moment, I've got lots and lots on my plate, but I can do it because I'm a fucking badass. That is definitely my first tip to just have this like, like almost like an affirmation or a mantra that you come back to. Mine is that I'm a, a badass boss bitch. Like I come back to it all the time. And just reminding yourself of that. Like at the moment, I've got tons going on. Um, all of the like classic mental load, normal things of being a single parent, whilst also about to start a whole new job that, I mean, it's, it's a whole brand new thing that I'm basically trying to learn. Whilst processing a breakup, which is an interesting thing to do whilst you're a single parent, because you don't really have the space or time to process it in the same way that you would do um, if you didn't have children, um, and, and, and finding co-parenting quite difficult at the moment, but I just keep reminding myself that I've done really hard things, and I know I can do this, this will be okay, every time I feel overwhelmed, I just remind myself, I can do this, I will be okay, I've done more difficult things, um, and also sometimes when I feel really overwhelmed as well, I will look back at a similar situation from the past and look at how I'm handling it now and be like, okay, I'm handling it a little bit better. Like that's good enough. Like meeting yourself with that love um, is definitely so essential as a single parent, which brings me on to my next tip. My next tip is 
self-forgiveness and self-compassion. Um, these can feel so hard, especially when everything is on your shoulders. It's all your responsibility. Um, I mean, especially if you're like me, you do the majority of the parenting. I have, have my children the most um, by quite a considerable amount. Um, and I can really feel the weight of that sometimes and worry that I'm not doing enough or that it's not good enough. But I've learned to start to practice self-compassion and self-forgiveness. So I'll start with forgiveness first. Parenting is hard. It's, it's absolutely an undeniable fact that it's difficult. It's deeply triggering. You can be so absolutely exhausted and not be not be able to rest <laughs> you know be absolutely exhausted and have someone screaming and shouting fighting whatever it is not refusing to eat whatever it is it can feel like a lot and when it's a lot we make mistakes it's part of being a human we shout at our children when we probably shouldn't we make mistakes like getting too overwhelmed and flustered in a situation that we should have been more calm in and if we then focus on the mistake that we have made I shouted I shouted at my son for instance if we focus on that mistake that we've made we then start to shame ourselves and we start to guilt trip ourselves and then in doing that these are really kind of low vibe emotions to tap into when we're doing that we start to feel down, we start to feel anxious, we start to feel depressed. And that actually just cultivates more of these mistakes. We're then making more and more mistakes because we don't feel great and we're not getting the space to look after ourselves. And so one of the things that I use as often as I possibly can is self-forgiveness. I shouted, I shouldn't have shouted, but I'm going to forgive myself. I'm going to have compassion for myself and I'm going to move on. I'm going to do the things to rectify the situation. I will sit my son down if I, for instance, I have shouted and I will say, I shouldn't have shouted at you. I'm sorry. I will take full responsibility for the fact that I shouldn't have done that. And I will have a chat, chat with him. Like a, I will repair the situation and I will tell myself that I have repaired the situation and that is good enough rather than leaning into perfectionism of the type of parent I feel like I should be same with like I've made a lazy dinner like instead of being like oh my god I'm not feeding them well enough I forgive myself I say you know I'm exhausted I'm doing so many things it's okay if they've eaten I don't know crisps and toast for dinner or whatever it is I forgive myself and I move on because when I'm forgiving myself and moving on I'm resetting I'm starting back at a base of like, okay, I can do this and better situations will come from that. Like more positive situations come from that place rather than deeply shaming yourself. So I think forgiving yourself and actually forgiving yourself and moving on and focusing back on the present, focusing on what you can do now, focus too much on the past, you're gonna be stuck there forever. Um, and part of that forgiveness is, of course, having self-compassion and being like, this is a lot. It's a lot for anyone to deal with. The long and short of it is single parenthood is not the natural like 
order of nature like how things should be we used to raise children in communes and there used to be tons of people around we had such a more like a more sense of community in terms of raising kids and that just doesn't really exist anymore especially within the single parenthood space and you're, what you're doing is a lot so having that love and that compassion for yourself and the more that you love yourself and the more that you're compassionate for your, with yourself, you're teaching your children to do those things as well. You're teaching them to be resilient. You're teaching them self-love. You're teaching them self-compassion. You're teaching them take, to take ownership of, of their mistakes as well, you know, to own up. It's not, it's not some big kind of ego trip where you stick to your mistake and, and justify it. You can just be like, I love myself. I know I'm a good person. I've made a mistake. I'm going to apologize for it. You're teaching your children to do exactly the same things in those moments, um, which is just an invaluable lesson. And it's going to make them a great human being um, in the future. So definitely forgiveness and self-compassion um, are definitely undeniable. Uh, if you struggle with that, you can, I do things like journal sometimes. I will literally write myself a letter of forgiveness if I think I've made a really, really big mistake. You can find journal prompts online to do that. Um, you know, a forgiveness letter is definitely centered in that self-compassion and talking to yourself like as if you were a friend, undoubtedly. Um, and that leads me on to my next tip. And my next tip is to do with rituals um, and really being ritualistic about your own self-care. It's not selfish. I actually think in this instance to do with single parenthood, it is absolutely pivotal and essential that you look after yourself and you come first in terms of looking after yourself. I don't mean in the sense that you like, you know, run around doing everything for yourself and then just forget about your children. I don't mean like that. I mean, looking after yourself is something that you prioritize. By this, I mean, make time in the morning, wake up before your children. It's worth it, I promise you. Wake up before them, have an hour to yourself in the morning and really set yourself up for the day. So this is what I currently do, um, but do what feels right for you. It's all about putting yourself in the right mindset to tackle the day, really think about the sort of parent that you want to show up as. Um, I currently wake up, I do 20 minutes of breath work, I do a 15, 20 minute meditation where I calm my mind or, you know, I might do one about self-worth or whatever it is that I feel like I need that day. I will do the meditation about, I will then do some affirmations. Um, one of my affirmations is about being a good mum, reminding myself that I'm a good mum. And then journaling, journaling about what I want my day to look like or just any kind of negative thoughts that have come up, creating that more positive mindset, flipping them. Um, and then I will get up and I will put music on and I will dance. And by this point, normally my children have woken up and we will all dance together. And like instantly that's setting my day up and setting my children up in a more positive mindset as well. Um, and if they ever wake up earlier than you're expecting them to, they're watching you look after yourself and that's teaching them to look after themselves as well. Um, I do affirmations with my children as well um, to really kind of 
cultivate those really beautiful core core beliefs about being a great person, about being kind and loving and worthy and enough and capable and clever and strong. And um, sometimes they are like, like my eldest son is always like, again, I've got to do them again. But it's it's in those moments, isn't it, that you really create those beautiful neural pathways about having high self-worth and high self-esteem. Um, and then I have very strict boundaries around sleep. I will put my children to bed and I will do things to look after myself. Again, more rituals like um, having a ritual bath. We all know that I love those or um, journaling. I do self-massage. Um, and if I pick my phone up or start watching something, unless it's something that I'm genuinely really enjoying or unless it's a con or genuinely really uplifting conversation with a friend, my brain now will think, no, like the most productive thing that you can do right now is go to sleep. I think especially in, in parenting, we really get stuck in this mindset of I need time to myself. I need time to myself. I need time to myself. And I need to just like numb out on my phone and scroll or drink loads of wine um and watch back-to-back -back tv until midnight and then only get five hours sleep we do lots of things that are actually like quite unhealthy coping me mechanisms that then just cultivate more negativity um and actually in the long run make our lives harder it's hard to have these boundaries um, but I promise you they are worth it. I didn't do my rituals literally three nights ago. I didn't go to bed at my normal bedtime and I didn't do my rituals in the morning and I was a worse mum for it. Your children are your biggest inspiration in the whole world. They are my biggest motivation ever um, to just look after myself and and just be the best that I can possibly be. Um, for them they really like keep me going in that mindset of I need to look after myself don't get me wrong there are times that I fall out of it I'm a human being um you know there's times that I forget to do rituals there's times when my mental health isn't as good as normal um where I don't feel great I feel low where I do fit um slip into feeling like a victim but I always know that I can pull myself out of it and I always come back to these rituals to the self um forgiveness and the compassion to like pull myself out of it and empower myself um like the long and short of it is what single parents are doing is absolutely insane it's absolutely remarkable really and we should feel that and we should believe that ourselves rather than just letting people tell us that um believe it yourself like you are remarkable you are doing something that is incredibly difficult. Like people who have two parents and one child are like, this is really, really hard um, and loads of support. Um, and that brings me on to my final little tip. And that is to ask for and to accept support. I realized in my little single parent journey that I developed a sense of like hyper independence of not believing I was worth the help or that anyone even wanted to help me or that I was a burden because 
single parenthood is so hard and it overwhelms everyone around me, overwhelms my family because it's overwhelming for me or overwhelms friends um, and just really becoming quite withdrawn or independent. Um, And I've learned that we deserve, if anyone deserves help and support, it's single parents. Um, We are doing something that's really hard and accept the support if someone wants to come around and help say yes if someone wants to give you a night off say yes obviously someone that you trust um and ask you know people don't know what's going on people don't know even know how difficult it is say I'm really really struggling at the moment could you give me a night off um where I could just do some things to look after myself could you come around and help with bedtime this evening? Could you help with the school run tomorrow? Whatever it is, whatever little things that you could ask for to get, just get that little bit of support. Honestly, it can be such a boost in your day. Um, and then that leads me on to my final tip. And that is romanticizing being a single parent. Like you can do whatever you want whenever you want in the sense that if you want to take your kids for like a breakfast out at a coffee shop like you can just do that there's no one else to talk to about it like if you want to throw your kids in pajamas at 3 p.m on a Sunday and just sit and watch me like films or even like you can do that there's you're not having to ask anyone else's opinion you can just raise your kids the way that you you want to raise them um which is you know you're not arguing with someone about what you think is right which is definitely really great and I think that's actually one of the perks of being a single parent you're never you don't have any expectations on someone else to be doing something you don't expect someone else to get up in the night you just have to do it and that's almost easier in a sense Obviously, it's not easier being exhausted. But what I mean by that is you're never getting frustrated or upset or annoyed at someone else for not, you know, doing what you feel like they need to be doing in the moment. You're just getting on with it. And it's almost like less of an energy drain in the long run um, for them to do that. And yeah, just practicing gratitude as much as you possibly can every evening or just even having the awareness of positive things throughout the day. I definitely think in terms of helping me feel like I'm a good mum, I sit down at the end of the day and I write down things that I feel like I actually did do well. And even if I've had a fuck it bucket day, because there are days that belong in the fuck it bucket, like it's a fucking hell that was shit. I did a bad job. You throw it in the fuck it bucket. But even on those days, I'm telling you, if you sit down, there will be tiny little things that you did throughout the day that were good. Um, And yeah, just just trying to focus on those positives and just like look at your kids like sometimes when they're sleeping I'll just stare at them and think they're like absolute magic and how lucky I am to have them and how if I wasn't a single parent I would not be the person that I am today and I fucking love the person that I am today like I'm so much more self-confident I'm so much more resilient 
Like, I just know that I can handle what life throws at me now because of everything that I've been through and everything that I handle on a day-to-day basis and just how resilient I am. And know that if you're listening to this and you're a single parent as well, like, I have absolutely no doubt that you are just a resilient, badass, powerful, incredible human being and that your children are just so lucky to have you because you made the healthiest choice for them um you're giving them like a healthy happy home to be in and don't let anyone say any different so just sending the biggest hug ever to all fellow single parents I hope this has helped a little bit um and just yeah believe in yourself your kids are going to be so proud of you one day especially when they have kids and realize what you've managed to do on your own yeah sending you the biggest biggest kiss ever Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Everyday Goddess. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review or if you have any questions you'd like answering, message us on Instagram or TikTok at Everyday Goddess Podcast. Bye for now, goddesses.